Welcome to the Behind the Lids podcast. My name is Mandy Adams, and I have the privilege of leading the Behind the Lids Healing Collective here in Costa Mesa, California. Our podcast is an opportunity to share the wisdom of facilitators who hold space and bring healing at our studio, as well as experts and influencers we believe you should know about. Before we join our conversation for today, we'd love for you to hear about an upcoming event at Behind the Lids. We have some exciting news to share with you. Behind the Lids is now offering online classes, and we just announced the first four taught by Mana Dabokar, psychic medium, life coach, and former therapist. If you're curious about communicating with animals, discovering and developing your eight clairs, your intuitive senses, overcoming self-doubt and unleashing inner confidence, or learning how to interpret your dreams, head on over to behindthelids.com online. That's behindthelids.com online and learn more about our new online classes. Welcome to the Behind the Lids podcast. I'm your host, David Trotter, and today our guest is Bernardo Moya, creator of the Best You Expo, magazine, and television. He's a lifelong entrepreneur and the author of The Question, Find Your True Purpose, and his latest book, A Man Evolving, Confessions About Monogamy, Passion, and Broken Hearts. He's the architect behind the UK's biggest annual personal and professional development event, The Best You Expo, held in London, and California. Now, in today's conversation, Bernardo shares how he started The Best You and what you can expect at the Los Angeles Expo coming up in March 2023, why he wrote his latest book called A Man Evolving, what mistakes to avoid as a speaker, author, or coach trying to get your message out. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Bernardo Moya. Bernardo, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm excited and delighted to be here. Yeah. Hey, I want to hear a little bit about your history and how you became interested in personal development. I know you had an entrepreneurial background and you've been in real estate and all sorts of different things, but how did personal development really capture your attention and your heart? Yes, it was... uh... I, I always listened to the greats, you know, in my early years. I loved Jim Ron. Yeah, no, you know, I love Jim Ron. So I still listen to his audios now and then. And, you know, all the greats, Les Brown and uh, Brian Tracy. Uh, so in those days, you know, Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield. So I always loved personal development. Uh, I think, if anything, what really put me in the path was NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, you know, when I came across that, which was a book from Paul McKenna, Change Your Life in Seven Days, which was talking all about. NLP and Richard Bandler, which I never heard of. And I had done so much training uh, already in, in sales, but it kind of blew my mind. I thought, wow, I'm, why am I learning this? And this was in my mid-30s, late late 30s. So NLP what really put me in the path that I'm on in today. But, you know, kind of, uh, as I said, I, I always followed the greats, loved the greats, and it was something that really intrigued me, um, or, or, yeah, pretty much all my life. Yeah, yeah. Did you find that the motivational for personal development was – um, to increase your sales, was it because you were having challenges in your life or a combination of the two? Or what was the motivation there? Yeah, funny enough, at the beginning, all these uh, tapes and was, yes, I was in sales. You know, I used to, I was, I did everything in sales. I, I started working in timeshare. So, you know, kind of like uh, I learned the hard way. I always, if I come across someone that's done timeshare sales, uh, I, I know that they've got some really good training and I did. <laughs> and I had some fantastic uh TOs and managers over the years, amazing people taught me so much. 
So at the beginning, it was about that. It was really about how I could become a better salesperson. I could build better rapport, mirroring, and all these things. But um, and even with NLP, when I went to do the NLP courses, was because I had a pretty, I had a big setup as far as I was twenty six employees. We were selling properties all around the world, uh, and uh, I really went there to learn techniques that could help my sales team, you know, and myself to become a better communicator. But I, I, I got so much more than I gambled, you know, than I gambled for. And I was standing in the room thinking, "Oh my God, I love these skills for me." You know, why aren't we teaching teaching this? So yeah, originally it was more business driven than it was more personal. Mm-hmm. For people who maybe don't have a lot of background with NLP, how would you describe that kind of in simplest terms? Yeah, NLP stands for neuro linguistic programming. It's it's for me, it's the essence of you know of of mastering and learning a set of skills, techniques, which obviously is neuros about the head, linguistic language and language patterns, how we speak, how we communicate, how to use it. And programming is obviously, you know, those 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 techniques that they teach you, you know, which are all based on modeling, which Richard, you know, uh, developed over many, many, many years ago. Um, you know, how do people overcome fears? How do they be able to overcome phobias? How do they overcome limiting beliefs? And he started studying those processes. And obviously, there's a pattern or patterns there. And then, you know, the combination of those things, you know, combined is is what makes NLP so great. And it's obviously used, you know, anyone that is in sales nowadays, communication, copywriting, doctors, you know, uh, so many people are using NLP for for whatever it is they do and for personal use, obviously, as well. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about the best you. What is the best you? Because I know it's you got a lot of things going on underneath that umbrella. And what led you to start it? Well, funny enough, I was uh, so in my real estate background, uh, the second time I lost all my money at the age of 26, then I lost it again at the age of 30, mid 30s, 40s. And kind of when I was in the middle of that NLP training, I decided that that's what I wanted to do. Personally, for me, I wanted to become an author. But circumstances of life, I, I had the opportunity to train with a man and then promote him. And I'm talking about Richard Banner. So I promoted him for 11 years. And But running running those events, you know, which I didn't really have a lot of background, but I was good in sales and marketing to a, to a degree. Uh, I implemented those those experiences and those teachings and those learnings into, into running events. I started really identifying that it was a very fragmented industry, you know, where only only great people would, could could really make it. And only they had big stages, i.e. Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, Liz Brown. And and I always thought, well, why, you know, there's so many great speakers and coaches and trainers out there that obviously don't have that reach, but still they're delivering great messages and they don't have a platform. So it was really my mind as as a promoter, as a seminar promoter, to kind of bring more seminar rooms and more space and more people. And it was it was very anti-niche. A lot of people, you know, when everyone was saying, oh, no, it has to be niche, has to be niche. And I was saying, no, you know, kind of like I'm anti-niche. Why? Because personal professional growth means many different things to different people. You know, some people are exploring spiritualities. Others are trying to overcome a bad relationship. Others, it's more about making money. Mm-hmm. Others, it's more about, you know, kind of um, empowering themselves and women in particular, you know. So, that's what got me to create the best you as a brand, you know, and, and the mm-hmm. name popping up. You kept hearing and you hear all the time. Oh, well, the best you, the best you can be. Sure. And, I, and I started looking, is there a brand out there that's called the best you? And there wasn't. And I thought, well, I'll have that. And that, that's what I did. You know, I created the best you platform. And even from the beginning, I always knew that I wanted it to be multi-platform. I, I knew we wanted to have a global reach. And uh, so, you know, we started with a magazine and then it was the events. And now we've got the TV 
So, you know, we've got all these different aspects of what the best you does or brings in, in, in different platforms. And when did you when did you start this and how was that um, kind of part of your the unfolding of your own, I guess, growth as an individual? Right. Because we're always growing and learning. So like at what point in your own development did this kind of come into being and how did it end up? Not only are you shaping it, obviously, but how did it shape you? Yeah, to be honest, it's uh, it was it was it was a big challenge, uh, you know, putting it together. It still is, you know, even now, you know, we're putting an event in in March, and as an entrepreneur and as a promoter, you know, you you put yourself on the line, you know, you you come up with an idea and then you you put it out there and then you hope the world will or the world, you know, <laughs> the thousands of people that are going to attend are going to watch it and engage with it. But I've been blessed that you know over the years a lot of people have believed in me and believed in the idea that you know there's there's a lot there's a lot of love to be to be shared and and that people want to speak and talk about it and share it. So the platform was really created uh, as a platform that I owned as far as you know Bernardo Moya, but but it was I wanted it to keep independent because I really hope that the best you remains long after i go you know where where you know other other you know other bigger better organizations can help me kind of reach more people around the world i want to run expos all around the world and and i want to have half a million people watching it and hundreds of thousands of people attending but you know i think if anything i'm it's shaped to me in the fact that obviously it's made me who i am and and a lot of times you know it's difficult because you're in the middle of it and and i don't i try to stay very humble and i try to stay very uh, centered and 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 realizing that you know I I really want to it's very important to me to be congruent you know to not to not be egoistic and by congruencies you know I like in every industry there's also egos obviously in the personal development one and and I didn't want to be one of those that you know because I'm the founder of, if I'm the founder of the best you will generally I should be a nice person but also kind of I should have good intentions I should also be open to learning new things to change to evolve and and to and to explore kind of what's out there that that could make me a better human you know and so elevating consciousness what does that mean you know learning more about blockchain nfts crypto you know and 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 also obviously the aspect of being more loving and more vulnerable and also the aspect of obviously selling and, and, and connecting with people so in this process during the pandemic and the last three years you know, my business had a big hit again. You know, we lost 95% of our revenue mm. and we kind of ticked along for three years. But I went through a, a process myself, you know, with um, separating from my wife and then and then I fell in love then I fell out in love then I lost my mom and, you know, kind of the pandemic. So kind of like, you know, I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I think I'm a different person than I was three years ago and I've got different intentions behind it. A lot of the times when I did the event, uh, I, I would always say, David, why am I doing this? You know, because it's just so much work. You know, it's just mm -hmm. why. And, and and I didn't really. I did it because I had to. I did it because I, I wanted to. I did it because it was kind of my the platform that that potentially, hopefully, could could help me reach more people. But hey, potentially also help me, you know, create some revenue for myself. But in in this process now, where I'm at now, promoting the event and and coming back. Um, I'm more centered, you know, I'm more focused mm. on love. I'm more focused on consciousness. I mean, my last book is called A Man Evolving. So I, I've been happy, I've not been happy, but I've been open to share kind of my vulnerability and talk about it and express it in, in, in writing. Uh, a lot of them are, a lot of these thoughts are very close to my heart. And, and, you know, kind of a lot of people think, oh, wow, you know, kind of that's a bit, that's a bit different. But, but I'm doing it because I, I think that, you know, the world in general, you know, 
we tend to focus on the wrong things and and by focusing on the wrong things you know sometimes we we lose we lose the important things you know we lose sight on the important things which is life and 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 life and experiencing life and being but most importantly loving uh, you know kind of um, we can't take anything with us and all we can do is is potentially and hopefully leave some kind of legacy and and leave the world in a better place so you know i'm in a place now where i want to bring the expo and really elevate the platform uh, to reach more people uh, who believe in the same kind of things and and provide a platform to those that want to share those things and those experiences too Mm-hmm. We'll get to your book in just a minute for sure. Um, but you mentioned that you are in the process of preparing for and promoting um, the Best You Expo in, it's called, you said Expo, right? Is that kind of the, the yeah, the Best yes. You Expo is the way you call it, the way you determine it. March 3rd, 4th, and 5th, 2023 in Los Angeles. So um, we want to make sure that people, you know, get tickets for that. The best you expo.com is where they can, um, get more information, of course. And we'll have that in the show notes. If you're listening on your phone, you can just swipe up and click on the link. But if people, um, I shouldn't say if, when people attend, uh, the best you in Los Angeles, what will they experience? Like take us into that, um, whole experience between exhibitors and speakers and just give us a visual of what, what it will be like. Well, basically, they walk into a space that's very big. It's a conference hall. It's 96,600 square feet where when we walk in on Thursday to set up, which is Thursday the 2nd, we set up, there's nothing there. It's a blank canvas. And we have to then go and build nine stages, um, a big, well, 10 stages in total, um, you know, all different different sizes, uh, love and consciousness, best for business, passion to profit, the inspiration zone, empowering women, masters, mentors, and influencers. So all these different stages and, and places, plus all the exhibitors hall, it's like a you know if you're into personal professional growth, I suppose it's like a, a kid in a toy shop. You know, it, sure. you kind of, oh, oh my god, where do I go now? Oh my god, this is so big, this is so massive. Where do I start? So you know, there's just something for everyone, and I've experienced a lot of the times that people go looking for something, and all of a sudden they find something completely different. And what tends to happen is that the the what tends to happen is the the energy in the room is is electric. You know, it's it's just like you feel love, you feel excitement, you feel this vibration of good positivity going out there to the world. So kind of like you know that that's that's what people experience. I I, I share this story. My first one, London. I did it twenty sixteen. Um, I went out to the door to see how many people were attending, and and there was like uh, I think. Uh, or I was expecting thousands, but I went to the door hoping there would be hundreds of people waiting to come in. And there was 10 and out of the 10, six were in registration. So there was only four. And I thought, oh my God, what if no one comes, you know? Uh, but anyway, we, we had 3,000 people throughout the three days um, or two days it was that event. Uh, if I fast forward four years later, I, I went out, we were in Olympia in London and I went to the door because we were running a little bit late to open the doors. And then I went out and I couldn't see the end of the queue. So I had to go to the other side of the of the pavement to see kind of what was going on and um and and basically what i saw was uh, at least two two and a half thousand people waiting there you know so it was it was wow it was it was was an amazing moment so good that's awesome all right so there'll be not only speakers but exhibitors and over the course of three days um just action-packed with tons of personal development and inspiration is what i hear you saying Yes, absolutely. Loads of speakers. Uh, you know, there's 150 speakers and there's over 120 exhibitors. 
And, uh, you know, the speakers, as I said, they share all sorts of expertise in those different kind of stages. And then we've got everything and anything there from doctors, healing, you know, to healthy energy drinks to, um, you know, merchandise, book publishers. Uh, we've got books, a bookstore there as well. Um, we've obviously got lots of people teaching you all sorts of skills. Uh, it's it's just um, it's just an exciting place to to be, you know, Uh and and a lot of people come for one day, they stay for the three. A lot of people, you know, in my, my opinion, you know, people should really go and attend the three days because uh, a lot of speakers only speak once or speak twice. So, you know, you're going to miss something there. Mm -hmm. And there's something for everyone. So, no, it, it's it's a very exciting uh, place to be. And, yeah, it's happening very, very soon, David, very soon. Now, you work with so many people that are trying to get a message out of some sort, whether they're an exhibitor or a speaker, right? So many people have, whether it's a modality or a message or something. Um, as you talk to those people who are listening now, because there are a lot of people that are listening here that are healers or um, speakers or authors, what advice would you give them in terms of how to get their message out to the world? Well, look, uh, I we've all been there, you know, we've all been in that stage where we are trying to, you know, either publish a book, write a book or, or in that process of thinking or writing a book or we're in that process of transitioning, you know, to become a coach, maybe to follow our dream, our passion. Uh, and then there's those that are a little bit more established. You know, I, I, I've, I've identified and seen a lot of people in life and in general, also in this industry is where. A lot of people tend to procrastinate. You know, they tend to wait for the right time. They tend to wait for the right moment when the stars are aligned, when I have exactly the, the the amount of money I need to be able to kind of, you know, step into whatever excites me or whatever motivates me. So I think my my, my advice would be, you know, look, I, I get it. Our platform is, is a place where it's not my event, it's our event. So it's the event of all the speakers, exhibitors, sponsors, partners. I can't put this event together because we do free tickets. Uh, so we really want to encourage people to to kind of like, you know, invest to be there. And that's what I say to all the people that are attending. I say, look, everyone that's there comes from a place of love because they've studied, they've learned, they've researched, they've written books, you know, and now they're going to present it to you, summarized in two talks of 25 minutes or a 25 minute talk. So there's an opportunity for you to learn and fast forward your career and your life personally, if that's what you wanted to do, instead of, I don't know, reading 100 books and never taking action. So. I would encourage anyone that has a message that wants to share it to kind of, you know, get get, get engaged and, and, and participate. It's been beautiful for me as well to see so many speakers that have met at the Best You Expo and then they work together. There's collaborations there. So it's not only the people that you're going to be seeing there if you're a speaker or an exhibitor where you've got thousands of people interested in personal professional growth, but you've also got the opportunity to work with top leaders world from all around the world, you know, people like... Uh, David Fagan, Masajadi, you know, Sonia Stribling, Bill Walsh, uh, Marissa Peer, you know, Greg Reed, and the list goes on and on and on. You know, people that are developing apps like uh, uh, Dr. Patrick Poulter or Jim Poole from Newcom. You know, the, the, there's just phenomenal people there that that you could you could tap into, that you could you could learn from, or you could work with. So it's a great place to start, or it's a great place to kind of enhance your career and to kind of step it up and and for example sonia stribling who i mentioned she was speaking one of our smaller stages i think five years ago in london and i remember she was speaking in one of the smaller rooms but her room was packed and it, she was really noisy and i went over what's going on over here i was just checking <laughs> out you know what's going on here and she was energetic 
And she was, and she was already kind of established. She, she already had, she already published a book. She was a great speaker already, but she hadn't got to where she is today. And, and you know, she kind of thrived throughout the whole pandemic. But today, she's one of our main speakers, one of our main sponsors. She's brought fifteen speakers of her own that she's now coached and mentored that are there. So it's been beautiful to see the growth of a lot of people that have been part of the expo over the years. Hmm. One of the mistakes that you mentioned was procrastination, waiting until just the right time, have the right money, have the right resources, whatever it might be. What are some other mistakes that you've seen uh, people who are trying to grow their brand? What, what other mistakes have you seen them make? Well, I've seen a lot of the times is that people, uh, you know, that's it. They don't take action. They wait for the right time. But also, I think, you know, kind of the miss, miss opportunities, you know, I, I, I've said that. Um, Things happen for a reason, you know. Every every single thing that's happening to you, to us, or for us, is 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 happening because it's meant to be. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going through a challenge, it's because God, the universe, whatever, believes that you've got you know the shoulders and 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 the capability of dealing with it. Uh, uh, but it's what you do with it, and 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 also kind of if information is coming to you, why is that coming to you at this time? Mm. You know, kind of why? Listen, because again, I share this that. Instagram, sorry, God, the universe doesn't use Instagram. They don't use Messenger. They don't use WhatsApp. They communicate to you via different bits of information that's coming to you. This podcast, someone is listening to this podcast today for a reason. What is that reason? Why did you and I connect? What is the reason for that? Mm-hmm. And we both have a mutual friend, Michelle Patterson. So kind of like everything is linked, but people miss that and people miss connecting those dots and if i've done anything now is i've always seen okay that person's come to this but why is that is is there something there is there an opportunity here mm-hmm. but you, you you never know and a lot of people choose to ignore it mm-hmm. and, and then they just carry on with their lives uh there's a great book from liz gilbert with i think it's called big magic and yes. it talks about ideas have you read it yes brilliant book i, I listened to the audiobook and I love that. I love the concept of the that ideas are kind of like you know, they're like entities that kind of travel in in the universe, uh, and and they come looking for someone to bring them to life, so so they become a reality. And and they come with you. Like we've all had that. All of a sudden, oh, well, that's a great idea. But then ideas, you know, will leave you if you don't bring them to life. Mm-hmm. And they will go and find someone else that will bring them to life. How many times again have we all experienced that? Oh, I thought all that quite a few years ago. And I love that concept. I love that idea. So is this conversation that's happening here today now and what we're talking about here now, is this something that's coming to you, for you? And yet you may be choosing to ignore it. So uh, with um, my age and the reality of my mortality, I've started to realize, obviously, to connect those dots. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Um, Bernardo, I like you. Yeah, like you're just, yeah, you just, uh, I love that, you know, we we got a chance to meet last week at the Conscious Life Expo. And uh, as you mentioned, we do have a mutual friend, uh, Michelle Patterson. But, um, you know, you mentioned earlier about having an ego as someone who's running, you know, a, a, a sizable entity, putting on a, a huge, you know, expo and event. It would be so easy to, um, think perhaps even more highly of yourself than uh, just loving yourself. You know, like that's such a, I think some people worry about loving yourself because you might become too egotistical. And then in reality, I think we just, the more we loved ourselves, we would become less egotistical. We would um, become more loving toward others. But I do, I sense your love. I sense your, your desire to connect in a real genuine way. So yeah, thank you. It's beautiful. 
Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I try to stay humble. I mean, you know, kind of we've all we've all got scars. We we all have a story. We all have a journey. You know, we but I, I try to stay as congruent as I can. I try to stay as, as as centered as I can because of the role that I have. And um, you know, Sharon Lecter was a mentor of mine, you know, kind of when I was making the decision to 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 run events in, in London, which I had no experience of. She said to me, if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? And, mm. and that's kind of something that stuck with me. So I'm here for a reason. Uh, the reason that I'm here is is to provide people a platform and a conduit. Mm-hmm. And it isn't about me. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm experienced enough to have lost money and, and to have had terrible ideas that went wrong and, and to <laughs> hit, hit rock bottom many times and have many dark moments. But no, I, I really try to stay as centered as possible. And if I feel the connection, if I feel the love and I feel the right energy, I'm, I'm happy to work with anyone and collaborate with anyone and and discuss and, and and provide them, you know, a platform. I'm simply a conduit and I'm put here for a reason. And and what I hope happens is, you know, from those 150 speakers and all those exhibitors that are there, that we can really put some, some really great energy out there because, you know, the world needs it. Mm-hmm. One of the things you said, you, you said, um, I've hit rock bottom several times. And it does seem like when I come across someone who has hit rock bottom, that there is something different about that person. That if they, if, if I should say we have hit rock bottom, that there's a, there's a level of um, uh, compassion, a level of sensitivity, a level of awareness that, um, you know, we're all going through different challenging things at different seasons. And, um, you know, you shared very openly in your book, and I haven't read the whole thing yet, but it's called A Man Evolving, Confessions About Monogamy, Passion, and Broken Hearts. And uh, you're very uh, open about your life um, in, in your writing. And, and I have been very open about mine in previous books that I've written as well. And um, what motivated you to write this book and really just bear your heart uh in it as well well um in that process of you know going through you know what i went through already which i shared you know kind of the pandemic and falling out of love and and all this you know i i I, yeah it was a dark moment but but kind of i've always felt kind of a need to write you know as i got older i've always felt a need to write but but it was also about um expressing those feelings that maybe I, I wasn't happy or able to share, you know, and, and also to put my hands up and, and, and on, you know, kind of accept uh, the mistakes that I've made. Uh, it was one of those books that I was really thinking at the end, should I publish it or not? <laughs> well, because, yeah. because, you know, kind of, again, not that I'm anyone, but, you know, I am the founder of the best you, and, and this is a side that I was, I hadn't shared before and it's very vulnerable. It's very open. But I felt there's a responsibility. And, and obviously, although I've hurt people, and I have hurt people in the process of, of what I've done, and even sharing it to the public, you know, with with because, hey, I have kids, and and I'm sure they haven't read it, but, you know, kind of my kids and stuff like that, I, I think I think it was I think it was something that I needed to do. And, and I needed to do because uh, many relationships and many people, you know, throughout their lives are just are living a lie. You know, I was living a lie for a long time. I wasn't happy. I, I did what I thought was right at the time. And I mean by that staying in my marriage, although I made mistakes in that process towards the end of it. Um, 
but I, I thought there was an obligation for me to put it out there to share it and then kind of open myself up to hopefully potentially you know kind of encourage other people and other men particularly because this is a book that really is aimed for men and women equally but but it was more about inviting them to to, to kind of step up and 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 express their feelings to to be honest with themselves because you know, my previous book is called the question which is all packed with questions but even this book has loads of questions at the end of each chapter so i i just hope that that you know men are, are open and happy to kind of conf, confirm and discuss because if they if they can't express it maybe they can write it and and just you know just being kind saying a loving thing you know can go a long way and putting your hands up can go a long way whatever the consequences are uh, so you know kind of i think at least you know your soul can can stay at peace but also uh, david the, the fact is is that male suicide is one of the biggest killers uh, out there there's a lot of people struggling with mental health and i feel that writing and expressing kind of how you feel you know is is something that that uh, is necessary uh, for me this process of writing this book and where i'm at now a lot of the times i just feel that and this comes from liz gilbert's idea as well that this whole idea of 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 ideas coming to you but but it's also kind of like they were saying that the old greeks and and romans they always saw those those you know those philosophers or whatever they just saw them that they were simply channeling information that was coming either from somewhere else or a higher spirit or 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 whatever and i felt that the same i i would go through processes where i would write things and it would just literally come out so i would have this 20 25 minutes of just complete just letting my hand go or my keyboard go and mm. and a lot of times i would really feel wow you know where, where did that come from so i i loved that engagement and i think we can all tap into that if we simply stop and pause and and spend a bit of time thinking about it mm. and uh when you think about sharing your story um there is a risk right you said that there's a risk like based on you're the leader of the best you and uh, uh i love um i don't know if you're familiar with Anne lamott um but i've um she's an incredible spiritual writer and i've been to some of her writing workshops and you know she just reminds us that our story is our story and we we can share our story, you know, right? No matter what, it's ours to share. You're sharing your story. Um, have you found that people have treated you differently based on you being that vulnerable? Have there been um, people that have been more connected, more empathetic, or maybe less connected? Like, what's been the reaction as, as people have read it? Yeah, in general, it's been great to be honest. It's it's been it's. Um... It's, it's been great because I've shared it with obviously a lot of people that I work with. I've shared it with a lot of friends and, and, and uh, well, some, some friends or so-called friends haven't read it or if they have read it. They probably judge me or whatever, but mm. I think the whole aspect of non-judgmental being a non-judgmental individual is, is really important in life. You know, kind of, again, we all have scars. We all go through our own journey and mm -hmm. we need to judge others. We just don't know what people go through, but I've tried to express that in the book, but no, I felt a lot of love and, and, you know, kind of, I, I produced an event which was called the love event two or three months ago, which is when I launched this, this book and uh, since i've gone down that route because i've evolved over these years but it was only when the book came out and, and i've got a spiritual coach myself and she was kind of guiding me through this process of putting it out there and sharing it but also expressing it you know so kind of the moment i started putting more love out there and i kind of opened myself i felt a lot more a lot more people kind of obviously connected with me but they get to know me in, in, a, in a deeper way maybe something that they don't know because you know i can still be vulnerable and express loving and caring feelings 
and I can be spiritual, but I can still be a man. I can still be macho. I'm still Spanish. And, you know, kind of, I can still like football and I still like motorcycles, you know, so sure, kind of, of course. it doesn't make me different. It's just simply that there's an aspect to me that people wouldn't know, but no, I, I felt a lot of love. And since I put the book out there, I'm, I'm feeling it. And that's kind of the driving force of the expo. Now, as I said, I'm really in that space and place now where, you know, this is who I am. This is where, where it's coming from. So hopefully people can feel that. And I think they feel that. I love that. All right. The best you expo is here in Los Angeles, March 3rd, 4th and 5th in uh, 2023. And if you're listening to this, even after that, um, be sure to check out the best for all sorts of other resources. Bernardo, um, where can people connect with you and follow you personally online? Thank you, David. Yes. Uh, well, the, the webpage is there for anyone wanting to connect. We've got free tickets. Um, that webpage will remain the same. We'll be back in 2024. So if you wanted to get involved, you can. I'm personally on Instagram. It's kind of what I use most, uh, Bernardo Moya. I do use Facebook, but not so much. But I'm also on Facebook. And then, you know, The Best You has its own webpage, thebestyou.co. But thebestyouexpo.com is, is a great place to be able. And my own page, webpage is bernardo-moya.com. Uh, there's loads of stuff, loads of resources, articles, and all sorts of amazing things that I've done over the years, which hopefully can inspire free downloads or sorts of stuff. So, but anyway, listen, I'm, I'm just deeply humble and, and, uh, grateful, uh, for the opportunity to share kind of my story and, and the best you. Of course. And all of those links you mentioned will be in the show notes so people can swipe up on their phones and click on those links now. So Bernardo, um, congratulations on this expo coming up and for all the investment you you have um i don't know how many years but for many many years you have invested your life in making this world a better place and in making people's lives better and so um thank you thank you for that thank you for the investment in our world i really appreciate it my pleasure thank you so much for what you bring as well david i'm very grateful thank you We hope you enjoyed the conversation today, and we invite you to share this episode with someone who would enjoy it as well. Take a screenshot, text it to them, and tell them to check out BehindTheLidsPodcast.com. Also, we encourage you to rate and review the show on the podcast platform where you are listening. We'll see you next time, Behind the Lids.